This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, oh, here we go again. This is happening again. It's, we said we'd it. do it again, and we are doing it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, we cover a lot. Geriatrics. <laughs> Travel companions. <laughs> we find out that Cheryl's grandmother was gay. You don't have to tell people. First of all, we don't know that that's true. I'm just yes, saying. Yes, we do. I, yes, we do. During it's this podcast, there were some you outed things your grandmother that were revealed that was like, oh, I never thought of that before. Yeah. Well, we don't. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. But we have a good time. We do. And it's Ryan Murphy's big breakthrough in his career <laughs> this episode. <laughs> and Ryan, if you're if you're listening, hey thank Ryan, you for hey. Listen- hey Ryan, hey. Well, I, I know if he's you. listening. Have you met Ryan Murphy? Mm mm. I have. Okay. And um, Braggadocious alert. So yeah, thank you for subscribing, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. And we want to apologize ahead of time before you hear our show. <laughs> Maybe now is the time Any to stop it down. <laughs> All right, ladies and jerks, welcome to A Secret Love. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Cheryl, hey. Hey, Tig, hey. We still don't have an intro. We don't. We yeah. don't. It's a new <laughs> year and we still got nothing. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Well, I mean, I have a touch of the COVID. Uh-huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. It happens. I'm, st- I'm still in Florida. Uh, we all got it. Uh-huh. Listen, everybody here, we've got friends and family 
Almost all of them have COVID, except my brother and my nephew. Mm -hmm. But there's a range of people from a friend here who isn't vaccinated, Mm -hmm. and she seems to be doing just fine, actually. She didn't even know she had it, but she was testing. And in case you're wondering, yes, I was vaccinated. Well, this variant is highly contagious. I feel like everybody that I talk to is like, I have COVID, I have COVID, I have COVID. Yeah, there's, it's a lot. It's out yeah. there. Yeah, people that where it just wouldn't even... They wouldn't even leave their home. Yeah, they're just now, like, oh, they have COVID. I've got COVID. Yeah. It's tough. And I mm-hmm. know, and I don't mean to make light of it, because certainly some people will have extreme symptoms and it'll be complicated. So I'm not saying it's not a serious situation for people. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, at, at the same time, it's like a lot of people... Mm-hmm. A lot of people have it and a lot of people are going to get it. And it's like, it's a weird new normal, isn't it? Yeah. Well, luckily, you know, there is the vaccination, there is the booster and there is the different medicines that are available now. And well, that's, that's the one thing that I feel like we could be doing better when you turn on TV and you're watching the news and stuff. It doesn't seem like anybody anywhere is saying, Hey, if you have it, here's what you should do. Mm hmm. Is that strange? I guess. But I don't know if you remember, but I stopped watching the news. Oh, yeah. You stopped watching the news. Yeah. So I I didn't know there was a new variant for like a week (laughs) after everyone knew. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but I just... good. Because what does it... It's all the same crap. It's like... Well, and it came up naturally, you know? It trickled down to you. Yeah. When it's big enough, you'll hear about it. Yes. And it came naturally to me through Ashton Kutcher. Oh. And I think that's how I most people I would love to get my news it. through Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Tick, can I talk to you for a second? No, he was just reading on his phone. But I didn't <laughs> tell him that I didn't know about the new variant. <laughs> you I acted just, like you I knew. just was like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. And then um, I went home and I asked Stephanie. I said, so there's a new variant? And she was like, yeah. But that's the thing is that there's something nice about actually getting breaking news now. And that's what I consider breaking news. I was about to say, it's not really breaking. It's breaking to you. It's breaking Somebody's to breaking me. it to you what a few weeks later. What annoyed me about every news channel is that everything is considered breaking news now. Oh, it is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And so now I actually experience breaking news where I'm like, what? What happened? Whoa. Oh. Listen, I think we should get right into this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's pivot to the documentary and then we'll get back to this. Yeah, let's get into one of Ryan Murphy's most famous um, projects he's ever done. <laughs> this is the project that put Ryan Murphy on the map. <laughs> I cannot wait to talk to you about this. Okay, so today we're talking about A Secret Love. It's a 2020 documentary film directed by Chris Bolin and produced by Ryan Murphy. It tells the story of Terry Donahue and Pat Henschel, an elderly lesbian couple whose relationship spans nearly seven decades. A Secret Love was slated to premiere at the 2020 South by Southwest Festival in March of 2020, but the event was canceled due to covid The film is now available to watch on Netflix. All right. Okay. So where do we begin? (laughs) Well, you know, I saw this documentary over a year ago. You did? And I forgot, of course. And Stephanie and I got into bed. Oh, gosh. And we 
watch the whole thing <laughs> we again. We press play, and Stephanie, as soon as it started, she said, "We've seen this." Oh, <laughs> and I said, "Are you sure?" And she said, "Yeah, it's the two old lesbians." Uh, I said, "This that's this movie." <laughs> And then we just watched it all over again. I fell asleep. Well, it's <laughs> that's, hard. That's, it's, that's what it's I do. It's nothing against um, right, this movie. No. no, of course not. But it was 8 o'clock at night. So how am I supposed to stay up? <laughs> so just to let you know, there are these two women, Terry and Pat. Which, by the way, yeah, those happen to be the gayest <laughs> names you can possibly dig up. And these two found each other, <laughs> Pat and Terry. I mean, they're kind of nondescript, right? Pat and Terry could go. Well, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, every lesbian bar I walked into in the 90s, it was, hey, Pat, hey, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, Pat and Terry, I mean, these gals... It's interesting because when they were in their 20s, mm-hmm. it was during the World War II. <laughs> please oh let my. that be correct. I'm begging you. Oh, my God. I'm begging There's you. There's no please. way to know, Cheryl. <laughs> How would we possibly know? <laughs> well, it can't be World War One. Okay, anyway. The Civil War? <laughs> was it the Civil War? They met in they 1864. <laughs> <laughs> during world war ii and in the trenches no they weren't in the trenches. but this was the cutest part and mm-hmm. it at the beginning it sort of was cute because terry played in the women's baseball league yeah that a league of their own was based on yeah so that was interesting so mm-hmm. uh because the guys were at war and i mean off to war and then they she started playing. <laughs> the guys were at war <laughs> just men started fighting in general men we're just so mad at each other and um so that was cute so she was like a little feisty baseball player mm-hmm. and then she met pat and by the way they met playing ice hockey <laughs> i mean how many women play ice hockey I nowadays i don't <laughs> Much back less then. back then. Back then. Can't you just assume your entire team is a dating app available to you? I mean, talk about swiping left and right on the ice, okay? <laughs> it is. I mean, that's one of the funniest parts of this documentary was just the idea that nobody knew. I mean, it starts out where they were like, well, we're finally going to come out to our family. And they'd been together. <laughs> they'd been together for what? 48 65 years? years. <laughs> Truly, 65 years. I mean, come on. Did their family, they'd been living together, loving each other for 65 years in their family. Okay, but let's. Yes. Okay. Their relationship predated most of these people and their family that's true, by that's like true. 50 years. So I that's highly true. doubt their romance was totally hot and heavy. <laughs> How dare <laughs> I you? mean, I just. Well, they, they would tell people that they were cousins. Kissing cousins. Well, well and you know, a lot of people refer to each other as uh, travel companions back then. 
Ah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, I remember my one of my grandmothers. You know, she had a woman oh, she living. Had a tra- <laughs> she Your had a grandmother tra- was a lesbian. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that she had a roommate. They didn't stay in the same room, but it was like. Well, people can walk into the next room, Cheryl. <laughs> so your le- your grandmother was gay. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I nobody ever was. questioned. Oh, is Grandma gay? Because she's got a a companion in the other room. It was just like, oh, if you tell us, yeah, that's. But wait, what- Cheryl, I'm asking you straight uh, up. Well, now I'm putting two and two together. I never thought of it till this moment. <laughs> You were just saying, oh, come on. And the family didn't know. (laughs) And now you're describing the exact situation in your own family? They weren't together for that long. Well, relationships don't always last 72 years. That's true. Okay. I mean, that is what's amazing about this story, right? It's not... Listen, it's great that they're gay, but that's not the story. The story is that they have been in love for... 68 almost 70 years that's crazy mm-hmm. and and beautiful mm-hmm. <laughs> i know stephanie was saying what she really takes away from it is just that reality of aging well yeah i mean i feel like this documentary was okay by the way mm-hmm. i feel like this was an hour and a half advertisement for the villages because what <laughs> happens in this film is these two women get old together and when we see them i mean they are like 80 something and they are not sure where they're gonna go how they're gonna live and i the whole time were you not just thinking you guys get to the villages and mm-hmm. make some national headlines Yes, yes, yes. Wreck it in the villages. <laughs> Wreck it, you two. We have to take a break. Thomas take a break. is making us take a okay. break. All when we right. get back, we'll let you know uh, what, what happened. happens. <laughs> Why don't we ever say that? Why is that the first time we've ever said, when we come back, we'll let you know what happens? <laughs> Oh, wow. What a novel idea. All right. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. 
Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. We are back, and we are ready to tell you what happens. What happens? Okay, so did you find this? What? Did you, did you find this documentary to be a bit of a slow burn? Listen, I got your text. Well, should we post your text? No. Um, no. It was a bit of a slow burn, but, yes. you know, it was enough for me to come back and watch it twice. I've got to give you a lot of credit for watching it twice. When this movie ended, I did turn to Stephanie <laughs> very earnestly asking, did this movie make you want to leave me? <laughs> <laughs> it does really make you just think about aging. Yeah. And I, listen... Mm. I think there's got to be a better way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I wouldn't mind. Just hear me out. I wouldn't mind. All right, go on. An end of life option. You know what I mean? What do you mean an end of life option? Well, like if I if I got to a certain age and I was like, you know what, did everything I wanted to do, still feel pretty great. I don't want somebody having to take care of me twenty four hours a day. I would like to. Go quietly into the night. And then just like put my best clothes on or my best pajamas. Which happened to be your best clothes. <laughs> my best Gucci suit. So you're basically saying suicide. No, but not, not. That seems so, um, what I'm talking about is, mm-hmm. I guess you're right. I know I am. <laughs> But is there a way that that we can frame it that's like, it's more of a... Well, some people die by suicide, not out of like, um, you know, deep misery. Yeah. They're just like, like, I get it. it. I've done it. Yeah, I've done it. Are you feeling that that would be how you would want to... Exit? Like you don't want to... Yeah, exit is a nice word. Well... are you not somebody where you're like, I want to live to be 100? Oh, I don't need to live to be 100. Uh-huh. It's, I mean, it's really about quality of life sure. for me. But mm-hmm. see, I watched this with Dr. Becky Hines, and mm-hmm. she... Are you, you two know, dating now? <laughs> we've spent so much time <laughs> together. <laughs> we, and, and we both, you know, we're both talking to our kids saying, look, if we ever get so out of it... Uh-huh. Rickety. Dr. Becky wants to just be like heavily medicated all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, why not just call it? Mm-hmm. Unless I start going a little bit like senile and I think I'm somebody cool, like the queen. That happened or- years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that happen five years ago. <laughs> Actually... Oh, on my phone, I do call myself the queen. But, you know, if I if I thought I was prince or something, that uh-huh. just might be entertaining for people and for myself. So it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like, oh, I'm just trying to make it to the other room. 
Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? It's hard well, to think about. It's hard for me to even respond to that because I have trouble getting to the next room and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's my time yet. <laughs> you know? Well, I'm going to say it's not your time yet. I'm not ready to call it. Yeah. And that's why I asked to- Stephanie if that movie made her feel like, I got to get out of this. <laughs> sad you were watching this film together this film about this beautiful love story with these two women and stephanie was like can you uh pause it for a second i gotta Uh, get out (laughs) this isn't working for me i gotta get out so sad sad. well when i asked her luckily whether it was true or she was trying to make me feel better yeah she was like are you kidding me no oh that's sweet okay then she hugged me. Oh, that's sweet. She kissed me. That's sweet. And then she tried to suffocate me with a pillow. <laughs> and she said, just stay quiet. Just don't move. Just stay quiet. <laughs> um, okay, listen, back to, uh, what is it called? A, a secret, secret love. love. So one of the things about Pat. Mm-hmm. So Pat. I mean, these women seems like they tried to resist being lesbians, if you will. I mean, Terry, when she heard that there were lesbians in her baseball league. Did something very smart. What did she do? <laughs> she locked her door. And, and they would, they would have pushed furniture <laughs> up against the door. To make sure that nobody came into their room. Not just nobody, but gay no women. Yeah. Meanwhile, Pat, Pat was dating all these men. All three of her boyfriends died. Oh, yeah. She was engaged, but he died. Mm. Yeah. Another man died in World War II. Okay, good. I was right. And then a third man okay, oh, good. that she was dating. I mean, I'm sorry, of course. Yes. So, so, sorry to, to break that news. Sorry to hear about that. A third man died in a tractor accident. So three, I mean, that is the universe telling you, Pat. You're gay. Pat, you're gay. (laughs) Pat, please, stop with the men. It's not working. Yeah. And then she met um, Terry and just fell in love. And what was crazy to me, which I asked Stephanie if this would interest her at all in doing with me, but the fact that Pat and Terry used to get gussied up like little femi ladies with lipstick and high heels and go out on the town. I mean, it's so draining to think of what people went through. I can't believe how, you know, much freer gay people are. I mean, yeah, they said that they worked together in Chicago and they they had a um, design business together, Mm -hmm. interior design business, and they would get Dressed up every day with heels and dresses. And they were strictly business at work. Yeah. And they were showing, too, that they would raid nightclubs mm-hmm. and arrest anybody who Well, was they, not Pat and Terry. Not Pat and Terry. That would be no. so weird if during the yeah. day they wore would skirts. Make no and, sense. And then at night they arrested homosexuals. Gay people. And they'd see... If a woman was wearing more than three pieces of men's clothing. Isn't that crazy? You'd go to jail for impersonating a man. And then they would publish your name in the local newspaper. Mm-hmm. So you would get fired or whatever that looked like. It's, it's terrible. I mean, we've come a long way, but I'm sure we have further to go. What do you mean, we? 
<laughs> the collective we. Okay. I just want to make it clear that you and I have not come a long way. Certainly not in gay rights. <laughs> well, I will say, uh, I will say it's gotten better out there. Is that How a ridiculous know? thing to say? I How know. would How you do know? I know? I know. I'm just an outsider looking in. Mm-hmm. I mean, by watching this movie, I see. Oh, okay. It's not that anymore. Okay. I think I've made my point. Um. Okay. Cheryl's so been on the front line. <laughs> we owe her a big thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, everyone. You are welcome. But I mean, the, this whole film was really about that these two women are now very old and are having trouble taking care of themselves mm-hmm. and each other. Mm-hmm. They need to sell their house and they need mm-hmm. to move into an assisted living. Big situation. house. Yeah. They had a big house. Yeah. And it's just so hard when you're you're in that position where you have to leave the house that you love, that you've been living in. I know this because I just, I just experienced this with my, my parents. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. You don't want to be the person to say you you have to leave, but if you can't, did your parents try to act like they were fine for a long yes. time? Yes. Like how yes. long? Yes, years. That's why in this film where Diana Terry has a, a niece named Diana who she loves and adores, and mm-hmm. Diana is trying to help them, mm-hmm. tell them they need to move, and Pat and Terry especially Pat, is trying to make spin it like Diana's being mean and unreasonable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for years, my pa- my parents didn't want to move. What were the issues where you were thinking, all right, we got to get it's, you... It's time. Yeah. Um, well, my, my mom, Cracklin, mm-hmm. hey, Cracklin, hey, um, has macular degeneration. So her eyesight is really... Um, it's very hard for her to see. So that's Okay, tough. is that where she can't read? She, yeah, she can't read. So it's hard for her to do her bills. I mean, mm-hmm. she can't. So so that's been a process. And she mm-hmm. did. And she's been very, you know, wise with her money and careful and didn't want to turn that over to anybody. Uh-huh. So that's been a process. And of getting then, her money? <laughs> I've been... Getting You've been her slowly money, getting her money by little. <laughs> Do not tell Cracklin. <laughs> and then, and then my stepfather, you know, he's got, um, he's got some issues, and he falls, and it's very mm-hmm. difficult to get him up, <clears throat> which is very common, apparently. Yeah. Well, there's that commercial. I've fallen and I can't get right. up. Right. Yeah. So it happens. They yeah. have lift lift chairs for this very reason. Do they have those? Yeah. Where the the chair goes boing and it pushes you out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very slow moving. You know, like how they have they show the staircase thing where it goes slowly up the staircase. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, it like a lift chair is like a it reclines. It has a recliner, and then if you need help getting all the way you up, it's press like, the red uh, button, and then boing and then. <laughs> The elderly person flies across the room. That's exactly what happens. We need to take another break, and then we'll be right back to tell you what happened in this documentary. (laughs) 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back. We're back. To give you just the facts about... About the sec- secret love. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Top but by the way, love. here's the thing, mm-hmm. too, is... Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say something that annoyed me in this. I can. It's just us. The, the fact that it was called a, the secret love, mm-hmm. it seemed like it was presented to me like these two lesbians, when they finally came out, people... Can we just say these two people or women? You're the one that called them lesbians to begin with. I I'm never called saying, anyone a lesbian. <laughs> I'm just, I was just repeating what you're repeating because I, I want to be sensitive. And these I... two lesbians. <laughs> they, they, um, when they did come out, and then they did start looking at retirement homes. They came out at like eighty. Yeah. And people, like, they went to a retirement home and they said, are you going to be okay knowing that we are a couple? Uh And the woman was like, yes, we think that's great. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. We've never had anyone. Right. She said. Yes. But yeah, come on, we'll take your money. (laughs) I know. And they are expensive. What? Retirement homes. Have you heard of the place? And I want to write something about this. If you say the villages, I'm going to lose it. No, no. No, I want to write something about this company that I just find so hilarious. It's called A Place for Mom. Yes. By the way, my mom called me and said, you should call A Place for Mom. I'm like, Mom, (laughs) it's okay. I've got you. I'm not going to, I don't need to call A Place for Mom. I've got resources. I got A Place for Mom. I'm, I'm looking. I got it. Okay, but... Do you find the name of that place? <laughs> the name of it is... A place. <laughs> the name of it is... A place for mom. Where are we going to put her? We need to find a, find place, a place for her. For mom. <laughs> I know it is. It is a right on the nose. It's not even a home for it. I guess they it's a say place. Home. We need to find her a place. <laughs> we got to stick her somewhere. <laughs> We need to find a place to put her. Yeah, it's not even a home for mom. Right. It's just a place. We got to find some place <laughs> to put her. Let's see. Just roll her in here. Her. Can we just stick her here for a minute? We're trying to find a place for her. I mean, it's it sounds like a nice resource, though, because if it, it does happen, like, all of a sudden. But also, it's like, what if you didn't have kids? Well, it's funny that you say that because Becky, Dr. Becky Hines and I, Mm-hmm. We didn't have kids until we were 39. Both mm-hmm. of us were 
39 and Uh 40, I think. And my niece, Kaylee, (laughs) Becky said that uh, when when Kaylee was younger, like probably seven or something, she said, are you guys, are you and Aunt Cheryl, are either of you married or do you have kids? You don't have kids. And she, Becky was like, yeah, we don't. She goes, ugh, I'm going to have to take care of both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Becky was like, I think so. Um, yeah, if you don't have kids, you better make a pal. Well, no, I'm just saying the title of this company, the name of this company, oh. A Place for Mom. For Mom. I'm assuming it's for women, but right? I know, but what about dad? Well, guess what? <laughs> There's an investment start- opportunity. <laughs> A place for dad. A place for dad. A place for stepdads. A place for auntie. Yeah. And then a place for my auntie that never married. (laughs) Wink, wink. So, yeah, it's uh... a place for travel companions. (laughs) A place for mom is very specific. Yeah. When they were looking at um, places... One of the retirement mm-hmm. homes costs $84,000 a year. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, that does include meals, which also when I was looking at a place for mom and my mom was like, well, I don't eat breakfast. They're going to charge me for breakfast. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going to save the money. <laughs> Can like, we you withhold her toast? <laughs> Could we get a toast discount every morning? A toast-free payment plan? Yes. Wait, Cracky doesn't eat breakfast? Cracky doesn't eat breakfast. Mm -mm. So she's essentially intermittent fasting. (laughs) She was was doing it before it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably why she's lasted 80 years and probably will for many more because she's intermittent fasting. She's going strong. Mm Mm-hmm. So now they live close to Dr. Becky Hines. So she's really keeping a very close. So Dr. Becky Hines is who's kind of taking care of them. Yes. Uh huh. So when you said, don't worry, mom, I got you covered. You (laughs) meant I'll send Dr. Becky Hines over. Your sister who also gave you money for your pyramid scheme. (laughs) I said, good news. (laughs) You're going to have mom roommates. You can have neighbors that you are going to love. You're not going to a place for mom. Don't be ridiculous. I got you covered. Hey, Beck. Look out your window. <laughs> Look uh, at your new neighbor. It's mom. I found her a place next to you. <laughs> I, I, my sister is listening to this laughing and also not laughing. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so they finally check into a place. place, And, okay, this is them spilling some beans. What happens, girlfriend? <laughs> they, they get married. Ooh, they that's where I fell married. asleep. But I already saw it the first time I watched. And it was very sweet, and their family members were there. I would say it wasn't like a wedding where people maybe twirl around and dream up. <laughs> like, I would say it's not one of those kind of weddings. It was a seated, let's say it was a seated 
Right, but it wasn't a wedding where somebody as a child was dreaming of this (laughs) particular situation. They were sitting side by side in chairs. And listen, they'd been dating for 70 years. Right. I mean, that's a long... Do you think that they lost their virginity after they got married? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that hurt. Oh, Oh, that hurt. Okay. Um, I'm sure of it. I'm sure they waited. Although there were so many cute pictures of them, weren't there? I, I was like, wow, I don't have pictures of... Your grandmother and her lesbian lover? Her lover. But even like when it was... Do you have pictures of you in your early 20s? Like dancing around and... Well, I've never danced around, but I have been have photographed. Picture? Yeah. You have picture. <laughs> You have picture. You, you have picture. You have picture. <laughs> you, have picture. <laughs> you you have picture. Um, and then they moved. This won't even make sense because we we never even said where they were living to begin with. Well, of but course at not. the end, they moved back to Canada to like Grizzly Jaw, Canada. Yeah, what was that? Moose Jaw. Moose Jaw. Because at first I thought, is that Terry's nickname? Is Moose Gri- Jaw? <laughs> <laughs> I was like. The, the, what does that even mean? Remember they moved we... back to Grizzly Bear Crotch, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and they were close to their family. And then they, mm-hmm. they lived uh, happily together for two years. And then Terry passed away in 2019. So it was a very sweet, it was a very sweet love story, I thought. Right. I mean, was I on the edge of my seat? Were you in one of those seats that <laughs> shoots you across the room? No, no, no. It was, uh, but it was, it was pleasant. <laughs> did you find it to be pleasant? I did. I found it pleasant. Okay. You know, I think that Stephanie's right. It, it it's more so that it's not so much. A story about being gay, as yeah. it is a story about being old, aging. Yeah, yeah. It it's really a story makes you about think. Aging. Yeah, because the theme really isn't about. I mean, even though they mentioned it and showed pictures and whatever about being gay and in the closet, the real vibe of it was aging. Yeah, it makes you want to like get your shit together and have a plan for yourself. That's what it made me want to do. So I can tell my daughter, because my daughter's like, she's like, Mom, do you think you're going to go crazy? I was like, probably. (laughs) She's like. Crazier. (laughs) Mom, do you think you'll go crazier? (laughs) I said, so we should figure out what, you know, what that looks like. Club you in the head. Huh? Club you in the head. (laughs) I'll give it, it I'll just... give Cat a club. <laughs> It'll be like a a fire extinguisher where it has glass and you break the glass yes. when when, it... when mama goes crazy. <laughs> that's what that's what the glass will say. When mama goes crazy. <laughs> break glass when mama goes crazy. Break glass. No, she's not going to be she won't be able to club me, but she could put something in my pudding. There should be like like a, chocolate, like cyanide, like the cyanide pudding, and just call it a day. 
Or, or, uh, uh, heroin, heroin overdose, heroin pudding. <laughs> can you eat heroin? What can you eat that would be like, that's fine? Um, rat, rat. I don't want to go out with rat poison. That's... No, I was going to say rat droppings. <laughs> <laughs> she could put rat droppings in your pudding. <laughs> My daughter keeps trying to kill me <laughs> with the rat poop. <laughs> And then Dr. Becky Hines comes over and is like, what's in her pudding? Why are you doing this to your mom? Rat droppings. <laughs> okay, we need clarity on, on and then she, And then Kat says, look, she she went crazy. She doesn't know. <laughs> she, doesn't she loves know. rat dropping pudding. <laughs> you know what? We almost made it through this episode without talking about poop. And I have oh. lots of people... Who say, look, can you get through an episode without poop? And Lots I and you know what I say? I say no. I sure can, but guess no. who can't? My other personality. The immature one. Immature. <laughs> you don't really say it like that. I don't, but I like to say it. Cheryl, what is that behind you? That red I'm I'm at the holiday inn. And that's a uh that's a beautiful painting. It's a holiday inn original even tell oh it's abstract (laughs) it's not supposed to be anything i think you know now that you're mentioning this again that you're in the hotel yeah don't you watch a lot of porn in hotels (laughs) (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) that was i think the biggest cartoon spit take you've ever done (laughs) i did not see that one coming have you been watching porn? No. By the way, you don't watch porn at with COVID? Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't. No, you don't. Yes. With COVID at the Holiday Inn Express <laughs> in Florida. you That's exactly what you do. You watch that porn. Not how you, that is not how you spend your time. <laughs> not uh, how I do, but how you do. What if when I check out, my bill is so high? It's just... <laughs> Miss so um, Hines, um, do you want us to run your Amex for the, um, for the uh, porn. pornography? Ah, <laughs> uh, um, yes, that'd be good. Thank you. Tig, are you mm. ready for happily ever after thoughts? Yes. It's time for happily ever after thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Real tough segment. <laughs> real what? tough segment. What? Did you cry? I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> who were you attracted to? Well, first of all, we normally yeah. go wide with this. Yes. For the movie. But yes. I would like to narrow it down for this oh. one. <laughs> Pat or Terry. No, please. Yes. Please don't. Pat or Terry. <laughs> Pat or Terry? Uh, all right. You want to say it together on the count of three? One, two, three. Terry. Terry. Yeah. Terry was yeah. cute. She was real cute and fun. Lesbian. <laughs> um, You guys, that is it for this week's episode. Next week, we will be talking about Made You Look 
which you can see on Netflix. Um, Tig, before we go, would you like to read some true fan mail? Yes. Megan C. writes, Hey, Hey, Megan C. C. Hey. Hey. (laughs) I think Tig would be interested to know that my youngest daughter has always referred to the term pet peeve as pet pee. All of her older siblings, her father and I, have a conspiracy to keep it going and keep her from ever learning the actual term. She's nine years old, and so far, so good. (laughs) Megan C., OG Snickle. Braggadocious alert. Wee-oo-wee-oo. Oh, you're saying she was bragging? Yeah, she was bragging because she's OG. That's kind of hilarious. A pet pee. You know what my pet pee is? Would you like to hear some of our listeners' thoughts from Instagram? What do you mean? Well, Gabby, one of our producers, she posted, what was your favorite episode of 2021? Mm-hmm. Oh, we have a lot. How many? 108? That's absurd. Um, <laughs> um, That's absurd. I don't remember what the doc was. Because it likely wasn't discussed. <laughs> but I cried actual tears of laughter on the Snurkbull episode. That was good. That was a hearty laugh. Oh, yeah. Tig's real life encounters with Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman. Mm-hmm. And I was driving a couple of months ago and I looked over and guess who was next to me at the light? Lori Laughlin? Nope. Nope. The other one. <laughs> Bill. Oh. William H. Macy was right next to me. Oh, I love Bill Macy. You know, Bill Macy plays the uh, ukulele on set. You ever worked with him? No, I haven't worked with him. I've only been at weddings and... um, Oh, well, I've actually worked with him. I've only been at his house. Oh, have you been to his house? Yes, I have. I did a movie called... I'm never going back. I did... No, you are never going back. (laughs) I did a movie called... um, um, Bart Got a Room. It was very... Braggadocious (laughs) alert! (laughs) And somebody says there's no way to know, but the day we met Dr. Becky Hines and visited... Oh, Shakers Please Hold. Yes. Shakers Please Hold was a big hit. Shakers Please Hold. We got a lot of... Oh, oh yeah. That was The Housewife and The Hustler. It had to be the Bob Ross episode with Melissa McCarthy. That Mm -hmm. was exciting. Yes. By the way, I was thinking about that because... I accidentally FaceTimed her instead of just calling her, and she answered yeah. a FaceTime. No, I know, Cheryl. <laughs> I mean, I'm still surprised. Like, that's really, that's really nice. Wait, what, do you think that, like, uber-famous people can't answer FaceTimes? Yeah, they don't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to Aww. the Honeyland episode three times and laugh out loud each time. Honeyland. I don't even remember Honeyland being hilarious. <laughs> I just remember it's like this sort of sad with all the bees. The toss-up between Cheryl being disciplined with a flip-flop, <laughs> rolling around the back of a van in an office chair, and Tig's son being unsure of her gender for the last five years. <laughs> you two have brought me so much joy this past year. Thanks for the laughs. Snark bowls. Aww. It has to be the one about Elizabeth Holmes. I couldn't stop laughing thinking about standing in line at Walgreens and have someone say over an intercom that I do not have her face. 
Tick's complete rejection of the owl theory was basically all of us watching the staircase. How dare you? <laughs> Vernon with Dr. Becky Hines was hilarious, but they're all so funny. Oh, that was fun. Remember uh-huh. when we had Dr. Becky Hines on? I do. Let's see. Garzanla says there's no way to know. Mm-hmm. Number two, we discuss a lot of things. <laughs> Three, anything Florida. Four, braggadocious alert. Braggadocious alert! <laughs> All of them are so great, but Kid 90 with Salol Moonfry. My childhood. Salol? <laughs> Wait, did I say it wrong? How do yes. you say it? Soleil. Salol Moonfry? <laughs> Well, the good news is there's no way she's ever listening to this show. (laughs) The Imposter was my favorite episode by far. Whoa. I listened multiple times. That is so funny to me. But somebody would listen multiple times. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I got to hear them talk about nothing again. Um, Also (laughs) laughed out loud at the Tiger Woods episode when Tig imitates the golf commentators who speak so quietly as to not wake up the people watching the most boring sport in the world. But that's not, that wasn't my joke. I was repeating somebody's joke. Okay. Somebody in stand-up made that joke. Okay. So I don't want to. Don't want to, yes. I don't want to seem like I'm taking credit for that. I don't know who the comedian was. Somebody out there knows and they'll tell us. Make room for mama. Make room for mama. I don't remember the doc. Because I'm a true snurkpole. <laughs> but you talk about meeting someone at a bar and telling them you have crabs. It was possibly the best, <laughs> most hilarious podcast clip ever. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, Wiener. Oh, my God. I've never laughed so hard in my life. Okay. Wiener was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, herpes detector, snurkbowl. Uh-huh. The tale of Cheryl's assistant having to bludgeon a rat to death. <laughs> Shakers, Not vegan. please hold a $9 billion herpes detector. Yeah, those were some highlights. So many good moments. I don't know which docs you were discussing. <laughs> the docs <laughs> never really... Nobody really remembers the docs. But the two standouts for me are, number one, Babs and the pork tacos, and number two, the office chair rolling around in the back of the van. I, too, have adopted saying there's no way to know whenever someone wonders something aloud. Aloud. That was the word. Have you reached out to Babs to see if she listens to our show? No. I mean, I haven't. And she's a lovely woman. And I'm hoping that she does not hear this because (laughs) I don't want her thinking that all we do is talk about her and her tacos you know what i mean yeah a music mama says i'm realizing i don't like sleeveless blouses i don't blame you i don't blame and and sister jack too says the penguin penis one that was funny that was an odd moment wasn't it when we realized how come we've never seen (laughs) we've never seen what do you mean how come we've never seen a penguin penis yeah I mean, have you seen a grizzly bear penis? <laughs> I mean, no, but how? now I am very interested. But I bet if we, if you Google grizzly bear penis, do you think one comes up? You're welcome. I'm going to do it right now. You and your porn at. Uh, <laughs> I've been in this hotel room. Yeah. Locked Googling up grizzly long. bear penis. <laughs> See, if something happens to me tonight and then. My mom will be like, well, what was the last thing she did on her 
phone. I highly doubt (laughs) that's what your mother is going to want to know. Grizzly bear penis. What did she last do on her (laughs) telephone? Grizzly bear penis! Scientists don't have any footage to shed light on the sex lives of ancient bears. What did I do? Wait, what? (laughs) Scientists don't have footage of ancient bears? Wait, this is what came up. Science has figured out why bears go down on one another. (laughs) How, How do... Why can't I just see a grizzly bear penis? But now I'm curious. And it's depressing. That was the rest of the headline. The pr- okay, this is what it says. The provider bear just... Okay. Do you want to hear this? No. Right. The provider there, where, bear at what, just, po- at what point did you think I did? Just kept sucking on the receiver bear's penis until it reached sexual maturity, at which time it realized it was a lucky bear and the behavior never had any reason to stop. I don't even know what that means. I'm picturing you reading this by yourself. (laughs) I mean, but... Thank you for showing me a picture of just a grizzly bear face. Why did you just show me that? I just wanted you to see what I'm looking at. Oh, I love them all. Though Sasquatch is probably not at the top of the list. (laughs) That episode... Was that not a good episode? I don't know. Cheryl calling the Pentagon and wondering what lady is going to have sex with a bear. Uh, hello, Pentagon. Can you hold? Pentagon. Why were you calling the Pentagon? Because that. who do you call if you see Sasquatch? That was the question, oh, I think. Right. So I was like, maybe you call the, the Pentagon. Call the Pentagon. <laughs> That's guess. what that entire... Building is for is for Sasquatch. <laughs> if guess. anyone sees a Sasquatch, then call the Pentagon. Oh my gosh! Uh, oh, it hurts. Oh, see this person, Joe Joey seventy nine. I loved you two discussing the crazy ant on murder on Middle Beach. Also, Sasquatch. You two are gold. Gold. Some some people love Sasquatch. Some people love us. (laughs) You're really making me. This is hurting today. Okay. I think that's, I think this is good. This is enough. This is enough. This is enough. Enough Enough already. All right. All right, Tig. And before we go, I just want to tell people. Yes. In case they haven't heard or they're just tuning in to our nonsense, that is Tig and Cheryl True Story. <laughs> I'm probably already on my tour at this point, or about to be. You're on the road. Yeah, I will be on my tour called Hello Again. I'll be in places such as Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Cleveland, Columbus, Ithaca, New York, Amherst, Massachusetts, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Myers, Orlando, and some other place in Florida, New Orleans, San Antonio, Phoenix, Milwaukee, Madison, Wisconsin, New York City. I'm going to be everywhere. Philadelphia, Chicago. Come on out. Dallas. Yes, go out. Come on, people. Go out Come on and out. Here. And then if you would like to see some of me. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Um, and you like crazy um, shows, 
fun shows you can watch with your kids. This is very sweet because you can watch with your kids. You can watch I Can See Your Voice on Fox. Great. Should we do it again? Yes. Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.